It's good to be back in the house of God. And can the governmental church say amen? amen. Hallelujah. All right. Let's go to our scripture. Isaiah chapter 9 and verse what? Verse 6. Amen. You know, I, I teach in series because I like you to remember things. Um, these scriptures, you shouldn't forget them because they are, they are the mark of this season in your life. All right. Give it to us. Everybody read with me. One, two, go. For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the everlasting father, and what else? The prince of peace. Next verse. And of the increase of his government. Come on now. With, with judgment and with justice from henceforth, even forevermore. And the zeal of the Lord's house shall perform it. And the church say, Amen. Dealing with the governmental church, we are in part four of this series. And I've been talking to you that the church is God's governmental system on the earth. Say amen to that. Um, the word government comes from the Hebrew word soror. S-A-W-R-A-W. Say amen to that. And it literally means to prevail or to have power. The word soror, S-A-W-R-A-W, means to prevail and to have power. And then the Greek word is curious, which means supreme authority or to bear rule. So God wants you to bear rule on the earth. God wants you to, he has given you authority to have supreme authority. Are we together, church? He says that the government shall be upon the sh his shoulder, which is the church. And I told you that the systems of this world has been designed by Satan to make sure that he has his own governmental system that is bringing out laws every day that are against the word of God. And I, I told you, for instance, our own government, that many of the things that they have, the laws they have made are against God's word. I hope you know that. Many of them are what? Against the word of God. They're not God's word. And the, Satan's agenda is to make sure that he designed the systems of government to fight against the church and the word of God. That's why church... When it was COVID lockdown, they opened everything but the church. Okay, no amen. They opened everything. They opened everything but the church. Why? Because it, the system is designed to fight you. The system is designed to fight you. Church, listen, let me, let me before I even preach my message, this just came into my spirit. You know, church, we, we need to grow to a point where we gain stature, not just in the spirit, but also in the natural. You see, church, today many laws have been instituted, many things 
have been accepted in our society. And you wonder, where did these theories came, come from? Where did they come from? How come many years ago, I mean, if you, I remember in Nigeria, years ago, when if you see a man dressed like a woman, they stone him to death. Hello? Hello? Now, at what point did he change? I'm not saying stone anybody to death, but at what point did it come to a point where we now started accepting it? What happened? It became now a theory that came to the government, was approved. Listen to me, church. If we don't rise in the social and psychological uh, part of the society, many of these things will come from them and we will have to imbibe it. Ah, no amen. For instance, I mean, you know, in those years, when we were growing up, I don't know about you. Listen, I grew up in school where they spanked us so bad. Oh, Jesus. You don't want to fail and return to my father's house. I remember my younger brother failed one time. That boy got a beating in his life that he will never... In fact, if you fail, you just, you find, you start looking for one of my father's friends to escort you home so that he can pacify my father first. Eh? You fail. But today, children fail and you pick them up from school, you know, Daddy, I just failed. Can I have ice cream? Eh? Hey, Jesus. <laughs> we, 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 we are not brought up like that. I mean, things have changed. Things are, and, and for me, is how... At what point did everything take a turn? That now your child goes to school. I mean, the other day in Glen Vista High School, students were beating a teacher. We didn't look. I saw that thing and I was like, no. I, I was not brought. Up to today, I'm still the old school. I can't change. I, I can't. A child messes up, I beat him. I, I, I feasted one of my son on, with my fist and I shifted his jaw and I took him to hospital, paid for it for his fixing, brought him back home. Say amen, somebody. So that he will learn a lesson. Are we together, church? I, I don't have patience for this new generation. That's why, listen, don't, listen, you better bring your children up the Bible way. Don't bring them up the society way. Everything in the society is anti-scriptures. Why are you not saying amen today? How dare your son wake up in the morning and call you uh, patience? Sibongila, I'm going to school. What? Hannah wakes up and says, Felix, how are you? That's the last Felix she will ever call. <laughs> we were not trained like that. But let me tell you how things start. So the world develops theories and then they pass it through some of these. They are sociological and psychological institutions. And these things are approved by ungodly professors. Those who are, because they take these things to the highest level of education. And then these people approve it and it becomes a law in the society. And then they pass it as a bill. 
So somebody wakes up one day, something we never used to accept 20 years ago, 10 years ago, all of a sudden becomes the norm in the society. And then you're wondering, how did this happen? Where did this change come from? And that's where we are today. That the society keeps decaying and decaying. But there is an anointing coming on the church. I said there is an anointing coming on the church of Jesus. That you will begin to rise to places where you are the one that will make the laws. For out of Zion shall proceed the law. Zion shall become the lawgiver. Say amen somebody. Because I'm tired of people making ungodly laws for us. And if the church, the church has to rise. We don't even have a choice. Because you see, according to prophecy, it must happen. Say amen. It must happen. That's why you need to study. Some of my daughters here are, are doing their doctorate. Some are doing their, I want them to go to that professor. Let them become professors. Don't stop. Look at your neighbor say, don't stop. Don't stop. Become professor so that you call the shots. You determine what happens. Many of us, once we finish matric, we think we are. No, eh -eh, you will not. Listen, it's okay. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm the apostle, but, you know, uh, lecturers don't have money. Who told you that? You know, le let me say this. Everything is not about money. Uh -uh. We're looking for influence. In the course of my teaching, I'm going to teach on the anointing of the governmental church. And part of the anointing that's on the governmental church is the anointing for influence. There are three levels. Three levels. The one of them is influence. One of them is rulership. The other one is kingship. The other uh, king and ownership. These are all different anointings. And these anointings must be on the church. So that's why we have a conference called Ownership Conference. Because the church needs to know that they have to own. Listen, if we didn't own this property, we would have been chased out long ago. Long ago. They have fought and fought and fought. One day we had an event here, and one of our neighbors called police. I wasn't even here. There was, amb not ambulance, was, was the thing police used? Police siren, all the outside. I mean, they sent me a picture. I was like, What? It was Chooks that sent me the picture. But you see, they can't do anything. So when they send the police, then I call the head of police. <laughs> Somebody holler influence. I said to Chooks, don't worry. Let me make a call. I made a call. They called those people and say, Oza, come back from where you are. That place is a no-go zone. <laughs> Somebody holler influence. You see, these are the things I'm talking about. You, you know, I, I've told you before, you know one phone call from one person can change your whole life. Yeah. And we are not teaching the church that path. There is a path called influence that's on the governmental church. It's an anointing. It's an anointing church. Anointing to influence things, influence society. You see now on social media, many people that have followers, they call themselves what? Come on now, talk back to me. What do they call themselves? Influencers. And what are they influencing you towards? 
you look at most of the influencers, they're influencing people towards Satan. Because they are naked all the time. They, yeah, okay, all right. You're not happy about that. Let's, let's move on. Somebody hollered the governmental church. So we've been dealing with the different governmental systems in the, in, the, in the Bible. And we talked about the Joseph governmental sphere of government. Okay? And we talked about who else? Uh, Moses. Somebody holler Moses. And then I think it was on Sunday we spoke about David. Today I'm going to be talking about the Daniel's order of governmental system or sphere of influence. The Daniel governmental sphere of influence. Daniel chapter 2, give me from verses 45. Or let's start from verse 46. Let's start from verse 46. Daniel chapter 2, verse 46. If you are there, say amen. Everybody look up the screen as you write down. Then the king Nebuchadnezzar fell Upon where? And worshipped who? Did he worship God or Daniel? Who did he worship? He worshipped Daniel. And commanded that they should offer an oblation and sweet order unto him. Next verse. The king answered unto Daniel and said, Of a truth, that your God is a God of what? Gods. And a Lord of kings. And a revealer of secrets. Seeing thou couldest reveal what? The secret. Then the king made Daniel what? A great man. And gave him many gifts. And made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon. What did he make Daniel? A ruler. Look at your neighbor say you are a ruler. Anointing of rulership is coming on you today. He says he made him a ruler over the whole province of Babylon and the chief of the governors over the wise men of Babylon. Meaning, he's not just ruling Babylon. Everybody in leadership, he was their leader. Now, church, this is very strange if you know the background of this story. Because Daniel came into Babylon as a captive, as a foreigner. Those of you who think I'm just nothing but a foreigner, listen, in this kingdom there is no foreigner. Hello, church. In the kingdom of God there is no what? Don't listen to the government of this world. We don't have foreigners in the kingdom. The only foreigners in this kingdom are people who are not born again. Before you start calling somebody, I'm a query, query. Uh, Hello, church. There is no foreigner in the kingdom of God. The moment you are saved, you and I are one in Christ. That's why I couldn't understand when the leader of a political party said he would, if he was the president, he would go to the hospitals and pull up the plug from uh, oxygen from foreigners. That is a man who needs Jesus. He needs Jesus. Such a person has no capacity for leadership. Because you see, God values people. 
God does not value people based on their ethnicity, their group. Uh-uh. God, for God so love who? The world. Believers or unbelievers. Jews or, or Pharisees or scribes. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And so we need to build a different mindset. When you hear the government of this world saying these things, don't join them. That foreigners is your problem in South Africa is not true. I can bet you now it's not true. Listen, I used to be in the CBD those years when I came into the country. I used to do public phones, stand by public phones. And, and I saw these Ethiopian boys selling clothes on on, you know, placards or, or on wood on the street. From those clothes they were selling, they saved up money and started importing containers. From importing containers, they started buying buildings in Bree Street. How can such a person be your problem? You didn't do it. They are doing it. Hello, church. They are not your problem. The Bible said that the, uh, the profit of the earth is for how many? Who knows the scripture? The profit of the earth is for who? For all. Even the king is served by the field. The profit of the earth is for all. It's not only today people started migrating. In those years, people, the whole of Israel migrated to Egypt. Hello? The whole of a nation migrated to another country. A whole That's like you say you take the whole of Zimbabwe and bring them here. They all migrated. And yet Egypt was not in problem. There was super abundant resources. See, you know, don't let the political system of this world build your mindset. We are God's people. My assignment here as, as a pastor is to teach you what is right. I am not, I don't preach with sentiment. Mm -mm. I teach you the Bible. I teach you the word of God. Don't join this sentimental government or political parties that are saying all kinds of jargons that they are, they are, they are not sure of. We live by the word of God. I don't believe anybody is worth destroying because they are not from South Africa. They are human beings first and foremost. And they are valuable. Inside that man is the breath of God. Inside that woman is the breath of God. And so you should value people. So the case of Daniel, the Bible said that this king made him ruler over all the wise men of Babylon. Now, so Daniel was 21 years old when they, he was caught as a captive into Babylon. And this young boy, uh, they were in Babylon and the king decided that he wanted to add to the number of people that he has as wise men, magicians, astrologers, sorcerers. And these are all demonic entities. Say amen, church. Amen. That's why I don't understand the Christian who say, I can't get involved in politics because they are all, they are all demonic. Uh -uh. You, can, you can get there. All right, let's continue. Maybe in the course of my explanation, you will get it. 
Daniel came into Babylon, and while he was on his own, they decided, the king decided, I want more of these wise men, sorcerers, astrologers, and, and witches. Listen, literally, Babylon was run on witchcraft. Hello? Listen, hello, church. <laughs> what did I say? Babylon was run on, on what? On witchcraft. There was nothing godly in Babylon. There was no, not even Catholic church. It was run on witchcraft. If you want to see witchcraft, it was in those days in Babylon. I mean, can you imagine the level of witchcraft that was inside the palace where rods were turning to serpents? You guys don't understand. But yet, the God of heaven anointed the rod of a man to still turn to serpent. That's what I'm talking about. That means every one of you can turn into anything Satan can turn into. If they turn to Tokoloshi, you turn to a bigger Tokoloshi. Hello, church. Have you seen Tokoloshi terrorize Tokoloshi? That's what I'm talking about. Say amen, somebody. So Daniel came into Babylon, and the Bible says that they selected four of them. It was Shadrach, Meshach, Felix, and Abednego. <laughs> okay. All right. But anyhow, they selected Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and Daniel. So they came into Babylon. This is in chapter 1. So they now called them to the school of the magicians. To, so now they are brought into a class where they are trained on witchcraft and magic and sorcery. So this class is not teaching, it's not Bible school. Hey, church, I want you to get something tonight. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It was not Bible school. It was not a church. We are talking about bringing you to a class where what they are teaching you is the act of witchcraft. And then you sit down to learn. And as Daniel sat down, Daniel started hearing, you know, this is how to project Anstra projection. This is how to do gazing of the moon. This is how to do palm reading using the stars. This is how to get secrets. This is how to turn into a snake. This is how you can turn into an anaconda. Ah! Daniel was listening. He looked at the class. He said, what kind of class is this? Now remember, Daniel is a Jewish boy that had been brought up in the ways of God. And those things were still there. But here he is, he's sitting in a class where they are telling him how to do magic. How to turn 20 rand to 200 rand. Have you seen those kind of magicians? That's what they were teaching Daniel. So he sits down there and he reckons, I'm sure he looked at Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the Jewish boys. And these boys, all their life, they've heard that there is only one God. And his name is Jehovah. And now here they are, they're telling them about another God. And Daniel was in this class, and the king had appointed a certain guy that was going to train them. I think his name was, uh, where, where are we? Yeah, keep going, keep going, keep going. I want to see the name of the king. Uh, keep going, let's see. So the king appointed them daily provisions, 
you know, the food and whatever they need to eat for three years. Because you see, church, even for you to perfect the art of witchcraft, you, you see, that's the devil. <laughs> the act of witchcraft, you have to be, you have to have certain diets. <laughs> oh, boy. And this was to be done for how many years? Three years. And at the end, they will stand before the king. Next verse. And among them where they keep going, I've mentioned these names. Unto whom the prince of the union gave Daniel, gave, changed their names. Keep going. This is not important for what we're going to do. But Daniel made up his mind that I'm not going to participate in these things. I am sitting in this class, but I'm not going to participate. I can be in the government. They are doing all kinds of crookery and witchcraft, but I'm not going to be part of it. I will not listen. But apostle, they will fight you. Yes, let them fight. There is a God in heaven that will protect you. Okay, so Daniel made up his mind that he was not going to do that. All right? So now, they now made a request to the guy that is training them in witchcraft. Bro, can we sit down? We want to talk to you. We are Jewish boys. We have been trained that there is only one God. And this God is the one that rules supreme and reigns supreme in all the earth. And we have served him all our lives till today. We are young, but we love Jesus. Now we want you to do something for us. Can you not allow us to participate in this class? Let's give us a few days. How many days did they ask for? How many days did they ask for? Ten days. Uh -uh. You don't read your Bible. Okay? It says, at the end of how many days? So they asked for ten days. They say, look, in these ten days, we won't attend class. But you see, everything you are studying, we have learned it. We have your books. So we will go and compare your books to the Bible. And now ask God that whatever these guys can do, let us do it through Bible. What if, if a magician in, in, in Babylon can turn to anaconda? Lord Jesus, as I pray in these 10 days, turn me to an anaconda that can swallow that one. If a magician in Babylon can turn to a crocodile, turn me to a bigger crocodile. This was what they were praying. They didn't attend class. They were studying what Babylon could offer. The book of their magic and witchcraft and studying the Bible and comparing and saying, be better than this. Now, what surprised me is that at the end of 10 days, Kabashata, Lego Basuda. The Bible says at the end of 10 days, their countenance appeared fairer and fatter in the flesh than the children that eat of the king's portion. At the end of 10 days. If you keep reading, um, just a second. Oh, this thing. The devil is a liar. I rebuke you. Now give me verse 20. Give me verse 20. Okay, let's read verse 17 first. Verse 17. It says, and after four, after 
for, sorry, as for these four children, in the ten days, what did God give them? Knowledge, what else? A skill in how many learning? Learning and all learning and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding of all visions. They asked for 10 days. Then look at verse 20. Look at verse 20. I'm about to prophesy to somebody here. Read verse 20 if you are born again. One, two, go. And in all matters of wisdom and understanding that the king inquired of them, he found them how many times? 10 times. They asked for 10 days. God made them 10 times. You are doing 21 days. God is making you 21 times better. Are we together, church? 10 days. And God made them 10 times better than all the magicians, all the astrologers that were in all the realm. Meaning that, listen, church. Anything these people can do, you can do better. All you need is take time out to spend with God. As we are doing in these 21 days, you are spending time with Jesus. At the end of these 21 days of fasting and prayer, you shall be 21 times ahead of your counterparts. I say you shall be 21 times ahead of your mates in the name of Jesus Christ. So this was the case of these children. Can you imagine, church, that they were ten, to, 10 times better than their fellows? Meaning that, listen, if a magician, please watch this. Because you see, when you talk of the act of magic, it's not normal things. When you see magicians, the, the kind of things magicians, how many of you have watched some magicians on some of these circles? Where they put somebody and they divide him into two. And the, one, the waist is on one side. The body is on one side. Daniel can do that ten times. Can you imagine that? That is what God gave them. Don't, you see. You think God gave them, go and tell the guy that I see visions. I, uh -uh. God gave them ten times better than what every astrologer, sorcerer, witch can do in Babylon. And they were better. Why? Because that governmental anointing was on them. So now, here they are. After all this, the king had a dream. The king had a dream. There was a, a national problem that now the leadership needs to solve. Parliament needs to sit. The king calls a meeting with the parliament and say, guys, listen, I have a dream. Remember, you see, church, when you talk about King Nebuchadnezzar, you were not just talking about a normal human being. This was a guy that was regarded as a god. Remember, this guy built his image and people were worshipping the image. People were doing what? Worshipping the image. So, church, listen to me. I want you to know that this guy was somebody so powerful that he could... He had so much authority over the whole world. The Babylonian system today is the system of the world. That's the system that many of the South African, or not even South Africa, many of the world governments are operating with. Today, don't think you can become a president just normal. The Nigerian president opened his mouth and said, 
it was a God of whether he should go or what did he call it that gave him the presidential seat. He said it open. He didn't hide it. Before they became, I mean, church, man, Christians need to rise up. Something is wrong with the church. Something is surely wrong. That the, a president will come out and say that so, 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 and so God, small God, one demonic God gave him the position of the president of a nation like Nigeria. That's largely because the church has not come to the path of influence. All we do is sit down in church and pray. And we are not effective. We're not. I told you guys here, when Jay-Z was president, you all know by who Jay-Z is, Mshololozi. We used to say that every decision he made was who was behind those decisions. The who? The Guptas. Now, our brother, Ram Ram, <laughs> is on the throne. Today, everybody is shouting, including Julius Malema, who is behind this decision? The Roberts and the who? The Oppenheimers. Why are you not the one behind his decision? Have you ever asked that question? Why not you? Because they have influence. And the church doesn't want to think about that. When will a time come when if we have 300 billionaires in this church and they, they want to do election, the president that wants to Julius Malewa will come and see me first. Sit down. And say, listen, bro, I know you are the father of many of these billionaires. Please, we want to, uh, I want to run for presidency. I said, okay, first kneel down. Before we talk, kneel down. Say after me, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and my Savior. And then when he finish, hold on, when he finish, I will now tell him there is something called the baptism of the Holy Ghost. As you have received Jesus, I want you to pray this prayer. Jesus baptized me with the Spirit. I will lay hand on him in my office. And Julius will shout, And then I will say, okay, there is service on Sunday. Come. When he comes, I assign him under the Kinchus to be an usher. Then Julius Malema will stand at the door, welcoming you to church. Then I will now say to him, now you are ready for the president. Somebody hala influence. If we don't get there, all this thing we are preaching is a waste. But there is an anointing coming. Oh, man. I don't know when I will have time to preach on the anointing on the governmental church. Maybe I will do it on Sunday. I will just bypass the other governments because I need to talk to you about the government of Nehemiah. And then I want to talk to you about Esther Arise. The government of Esther. Because these are different spheres of influence. Esther was the wife of a president. President was an unbeliever, has a believer as a wife. And she influenced the whole nation. Just by being in the palace and knowing what to do at the right time. Ah, that girl was so wise. Oh, why am I going to Esther now, Lord? Esther is supposed to be far ahead. But, but let me talk to the ladies. I think the ladies need to know something that they don't know. 
Church Esther had influence in the palace. When Esther wanted the king to deal with Haman, who was her, who was her, the, her enemy, she didn't go to the king and say, you are my husband. Fight this man for me. Deal with him. He's my enemy. Uh -uh. She cooked the best meal ever. Invited the king and Haman and made both of them eat. After they have eaten, they were full and satisfied. And then he now said to the king, I would like to have another meeting with you. She cooked again. This time around, she now told the king. In fact, she wasn't even supposed to step to the king. But the Bible says that after she had done all this, she fasted for how many days? Three days with her maidens. And then when, they, when she appeared, ah, I need some Esthers to arise. I need those who can fast for three days without eating, without drinking. Appeared before the king and the king held up the scepter. He said, Esther, what do you want? Up to how many of my kingdom? Half of my kingdom. Can you imagine a, oh Jesus. Already Esther in the office owned half of Babylon. Esther, listen, the king offered it to her willingly. Half of the kingdom belonged to Esther. And here you are, you're telling me I'm a woman. You know, in this society, women don't rise. Who told you that? Esther, arise. One more time, Esther. One more time, Esther, arise. I just wanted to just give you a teaser for the Esther's government. Amen. Ah, why did I go there, man? There was a woman here that came with faith. I think you pulled out the Esther message in me. Glory to God. I tell you. Don't, don't discount yourself, man. Uh -uh. Church, it's time that we do everything. How these boys did what they did was true excellence. The Bible said that there was such an excellence. Give me Daniel 5. Daniel, let me look for it. Daniel 5. Let me show you what God gave them in that 10 days. Give me Daniel 5 verse 12. Daniel 5 and verse 12. Quickly. Yo, I'm so tempted to wrestle this thing, but I'm online. I wish they can switch me off online. I will fight that thing. <laughs> I tell you. You know, <laughs> nothing makes me uncomfortable. I will fight you till you die. Can you guys just put the conference flyer? If I can find that thing again. <laughs> okay, leave it, leave it. He said, for everybody, write it down, look up the screen, don't be distracted. He <laughs> said, for as much as what kind of spirit? Excellent spirit and knowledge, keep going, and understanding, and what else? Interpretation of dreams, and doing what else? Showing hard sentences, and doing what else? Dissolving doubts were found in who? The same, Daniel. The same. Look at what a man can get in 10 days of separation with God. Just give God time. Many of us are not, listen, you know, when I look at my life today, it's not because I am I'm the same like you. There is nothing special about me. That's the honest truth. It's just that many of us took time and separated ourselves 
with God. And we got things that are not natural. We got things that are we in one of those encounters, I got the spirit of faith. I can believe God for anything. I believe me. You know, <laughs> I told my late wife, I say, as long as you don't say I am done, I will keep you here. I told her that. And if she never called me to say release me, uh -uh, she will be here today. She will be in this service. I tell you the truth. I have, God gave me extraordinary faith. It was through one of those encounters when I separated myself. In one of those encounters, he gave me authority. I remember one time I was on a three days drive fast and the Lord said to me, as you speak, you will see it. Are we together? Church, you need to separate yourself with God. All this running helter skelter. Some of you, the problem you have that has been there for 20 days, 20 years, you can solve it by just one separation of a three days drive fasting. And say, God, we are trashing this thing out. Are we together, church? It's not, li li listen, there is no big deal about these guys. Look at what somebody got just by separating themselves to God in 10 days. Lord, I want to seek you. I don't want to carry on with this magic art. I can't sit in this class and be listening to how to transform from a scorpion to a serpent. You can teach me that, Lord. You are the creator of all these things. Satan is, copycat, is, is a copycat. Say amen. Whatever he's doing, he learned it from God. Remember, he was in God's presence. So it's no big deal. Don't let any witch fool you that they can fly. You can also fly. Oh, Jesus. You can also do what? You can fly. Oh, witches can fly. I can fly too. I believe I can fly. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you can't intimidate me with your flying. Uh -uh. No, we will cut your wings and bring you down. Say amen, somebody. You can't terrorize me. Nah. Uh-uh. <laughs> when they told me that there was ghost here, I was coming here every night to pray. Which ghost? Which ghost can be bigger than the Holy Ghost? Many of you, small things, they just threaten you and you're running. Running to where? Where are you going? Apostle, they have guns. Have you not heard that God can stop the mouth of lions? Who told you he cannot stop a gun from firing? Okay, you don't believe me. Who told you that God cannot stop the, the gun from firing against you? Listen, church, you are a child of God. Just believe that this God is bigger than anything the devil can offer. I'm afraid. I'm in fear. Things will run out. I will not have enough. From where? From a God that supplies how many of your needs? Haba. He said he's the one. He said to Solomon, listen. You ask me only for wisdom and understanding heart. But I have heard you and I will answer you. But I will also give you the things you didn't ask for. I am going to give you riches and honor. That means riches are from who? Abba. Riches are from God. 
Apostle, I can never be a billionaire. You, you, not in this church. If you are in this church, as long as you stay here, you will be one. Now, you know we are not billionaires just to gloat around. We're billionaires for the sake of the kingdom. So that we can advance the purpose of God on earth. That's why God is giving us these resources. It's not because we want to drive, you buy 17 Rolls Royces, purple, black, brown. That's, that's you, you, you are not, you don't have sense. That's not why God gives resources. Are we together? And I accept you are buying it to give away to people. But we need to come to a point where we believe in this word that we preach. And we know that we can live by it. We have faith to stand on it. I believe God. I believe in Jesus. I believe in his word. Believe me. Say amen, somebody. Amen. Daniel was king and was a ruler in four regimes. In the regime of Nebuchadnezzar, Cyrus, Darius, and Belshazzar. He was in these four regimes. For 71 years, Daniel was in the government. 71 years. Nobody could fire Daniel. I don't understand Christians that when they want to get rid of people in your company, you are the first. I, I can't understand it. If they want to get rid of anybody, you should be the last. That is, the company should have no choice anymore. They are about to close down. There is no more money to pay before they can release you. How can you be so irreplaceable, a child of God? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You can't be replaceable. You must give yourself such value that you cannot be replaced. For 71 years, this guy was in the government. Every regime that came, every president that came, kept Daniel. L let me give you a few. And not just that they kept Daniel, each and everyone promoted Daniel. No one kept Daniel in one position. Oh, you don't believe me. Give me, write this down. Daniel chapter 2 verse 48. We've read it. Let me read it to you again. I'm going to give you these scriptures. These are all different kings that promoted Daniel. I'm not talking kings that are in church. I'm talking Babylonian kings that are witches and wizards. Nebuchadnezzar was such high-powered witch and prince that you can come into Nebuchadnezzar's office. What you will see there is an anaconda. On his chair. The next day when you show up, he has turned to another animal. A lion is there. You know why they had to train Daniel them in understanding magic? Because you had to, when you enter Nebuchadnezzar's office, you can't predict what he has become. So, when, if you are an astrologer, a sorcerer, a witch, a magician, when you enter Nebuchadnezzar's office and he's sitting on his desk and he's a crocodile, you already know the message. You know what he wants you to do because that animal in their magical system means signify something. So the reason you have to understand the way of magic and witchcraft is so that you can translate whatever Nebuchadnezzar becomes. So when you come in and it's a cobra, you already know. This cobra means it's warfare. 
uh, king, what do you want us to go and fight? When you come in and he's a giraffe, <laughs> okay, you know he wants coffee. I don't know if giraffe drinks coffee, but man, whatever, man. <laughs> I tell you something. But those dudes are crazy, man. Those people are crazy. I'm telling you. You know, there is nothing that is new under the sun. That's why I don't want you to be afraid. Man, there were men like Nebuchadnezzar. These guys could vanish. Some of the things you saw in, you see in African magic that are acting, Nebuchadnezzar was living it. He was not acting. You can be sleeping in your room. Nebuchadnezzar will just appear. Daniel, get up. You don't ask, how did you get in? You already know <laughs> that he has what it takes. Say amen, somebody. Are we together, church? Daniel 2.48. Everybody read with me one to go. Then the king made Daniel what? And gave him what? Many gifts and made him what else? Ruler over how many? The whole province of Babylon. And the chief governor over how many? All of the wise men of Babylon. Give me Daniel 3, 28 to 30. Daniel 3, 28 to 30. Come on now, hurry up. Everybody look up the screen. Then Nebuchadnezzar spake and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach. Meshach and Felix, who has sent his angel and delivered his servant that trusted in him and have changed the king's word. May your anointing change the king's words. May the grace coming on your life change the king's words in the name of Jesus. He said he changed the king's word and he did their bodies that they might not serve nor worship any god except their own god. Next verse. Everybody read with me one to go. Then I make a decree that every people, every nation, every language will speak anything amidst the God of Felix, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be what? Cut in pieces. And their houses shall be made what? A downhill because there is no other God that can deliver after this soul. Give me the next verse. Everybody read one, two, go if you are born again. Then the king promoted Felix Oko, House of Treasures Ministries, and everybody under House of Treasures Ministries in South Africa. Can I hear an amen? This is what it means to be a governmental church. In the midst of witchcraft, they are promoting you. They don't even know how they are doing. You just keep rising. Ah, give me, hey, Jesus, the way I say scripture, reading these things. Daniel chapter 5 verse 29. Daniel 5 29. Everybody read with me, one, two, go. Then commanded Belshazzar and clothed, this is another king. They, Daniel with what? Scarlet. Put on a what? A chain of gold about his neck. And made a proclamation concerning Daniel that he should be what? The third ruler in the whole kingdom. Aya, number three person. Are we together, church? 
Let's see what another king did. Daniel 6, verse 1. Daniel 6, verse 1. We'll read up to verse 5. Come on. Somebody holler, Darius. The one we just read is who? Belshazzar. This is who? The first one we read was who? Nebuchadnezzar. This is Darius. Everybody read with me, one, two, go. And it pleased Darius to set over the kingdom and 120 princes, which should rule over the whole kingdom. Next verse. Over these three presidents of whom Daniel was what? You shall be number one. You shall be number one. Anytime they are looking for anything, you shall be chosen first. In the name of Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that the princes might give account unto them and the king should have no damage. Next verse. Then this Daniel, Kalamando Sakia, was preferred above how many? The presidents and the prince. Because what? What he asked for in the 10 days. What you are asking God for in these 21 days will make you preferred above everybody else in the name of Jesus. Because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king thought to set him over the whole realm. Next verse. Then the presidents and the priests sought occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom. But they could not find any. Ah, listen, church. Can somebody be so perfect in a demonic organization, a demonic government, a witchcraft government, and is a born-again Christian? Just four of them. And yet, they could not find fault. Can you imagine? How can you be in a setting like that and you are that perfect? What is it that Daniel, I'm in church, these people gathered against Daniel and they said, listen, let's do something to make the, this, the way the king has promoted this guy is unusual. This guy is a foreigner. How can the king give him number three and we are sitting? Guys, let's do something to bring this guy down. They searched everywhere. They checked the books. They checked accounts. They checked if Daniel took bribe. They checked if he gave bribe. They checked if he changed any figures. They checked if he did anything wrong. The Bible said they could not find one occasion against him. The Bible says, nor any fault. For as much he, as he was faithful, neither was any error or fault found in Daniel. Next verse. Then said this man, we shall find occasion against this Daniel, except we find it concerning what? The only way you can find fault is to just use something that is against the law of God. That's when they devise a means that nobody should pray. Yet, <laughs> Daniel got home, and opened the window towards Jerusalem. Brakata, shadow, radikaba. He didn't hide it. He opened the window so that the people that are accusing him will see that he's praying. When the king has set up a statue and said everybody should pray to it, Daniel opened the window and prayed to the almighty God. That's why, listen, anything that stops prayer in your life has gotten you already. All of you that struggle to pray, to wake up is a problem. You know, you don't know the injustice you are doing to yourself. You will remain a slave to people forever. 
Somebody else will always be over you and taking care of you, doing things for you. Every You will be relying on people. Prayer gives you dominion. I know what I'm saying. Church, when I wake up in the morning, do three, four hours prayer, I have dominated my day. I am telling you, I have, my day is sorted. I just walk in it and things start happening. And they don't even know why they are happening. Because I've taken charge. Me and you, you slept the whole night. Me and you are not on the same level. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. No ways. Uh-uh. I can command and they get out. I command devils and they have to leave. Why? Because they saw that in the... You see, church, never ever come to display the power of God in the public if you have not displayed it in the private. Please, I beg you. I beg you. Don't come and demonstrate how powerful you are. If in the secret place you can't control your flesh, you put alarm to wake up to pray. Alarm is ringing for four hours. You are not serious with God. I, my, my wife is here. I, once it's two, I wake up. Today I even tried to sleep because I wanted to sleep. I got up by three. Started prayer. Finished at seven. How do I... I mean, me and you, we can't, eh, 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 eh. As I am now, I feel like eating the chair you are sitting on. The kind of faith that, ah, ah, bro, boy, you come praying in tongues four hours, bragada, rugada. Do you know what transaction you are? He that speaketh in an unknown tongues, speaketh mysteries, even though his understanding is unfruitful. Do you know what you are releasing when you are doing that? That's why you are panicking and I'm relaxed. No shaking. Imagine if all the businessmen here wake up, do two hours of praying in tongues before you go to your job. Try it one month. You will see the skyrocketing of your sales. You will see clients coming from Guangzhou, China. To, the manufacturer of the thing you are selling will come and buy from you. I don't understand this lazy generation that can't pray and you want to be, every day you want microphone. What are you going to say? No, no, really, what are you going to say? This thing is not for the faint-hearted. You can't tarry before God. You can't wait on the Lord. And, and you want to be, uh-uh, no. I'll be fasting three days, dry fasting. I'm talking no water, no food. And in the midst of it, I pray 12 hours straight. Apostle, you know, I can also have your faith. It doesn't work like that. I'm not telling you this to tell you that I'm setting a standard for you, but begin from where you are. Start one hour. Wake up in the morning, do one hour prayer. Increase it to two hours. Get up earlier than before. Sleep early. Stop watching Netflix. You don't need... Netflix is not what you need. You are watching Netflix and begging people. Eh -eh. I refuse to beg. I, this boy will never. I will never call you and say, if you don't give, this church is finished. Me. I know what to do. By the time I finish, I get a call from Pakistan. So I'm sending you money. Simple. Amen, somebody. Are we together? You, you want to sit down and every... 
church, this is not for lazy people. If you look at the life of Jesus, who's your role model? He was never lazy. The Bible says he will wake up early before the day and go to the mountain to pray. And then you wonder why he was in command. Church, this thing is not for the faint-hearted. The governmental church needs to arise. We're too lazy. How are we going to do this? When you get home now, eat, go to bed. Get up at 3 o'clock. At least you have sound six hours of sleep. Get up. And then you start prayer. Do it for one month. Come back to me and tell me if your testimony will not be better than mine. Believe me, I'm not joking. I am not joking. I'm serious. I was a businessman. I used to pray three, four hours before I go to Kango Properties. I didn't start this because I'm a pastor. By the time I get, I, I said a time came when they told me, one of the Pam Golden staff was telling me that those years there was not this new, all this fly-by-night real estate agent. There were few estate agencies. I was, in fact, when I started real estate, I was one of the, I, I think we were two foreigners that were in real estate properties, uh, real estate business. We used to go for meeting. There were 700 whites and two, three blacks. And I was one of the blacks. I remember one of the meetings we went into in Glen Vista Golf Club. As I entered, somebody from the back, a white guy hollered, oh, there goes the Nigerian. Because I was a terrorist. Boy, you can't, what are you going to say? I pulled in in a Bentley. When you come in, a, look, there will be, somebody is driving Uno. He's talking, uh -uh, keep quiet. Are we together, church? No, see, oh man, I don't know what else to say to you, but this thing must enter you. This slavery mentality must leave you. You can't be slave in Egypt forever. It's an error. It's an error. I refuse to depend on a person. One of the anointings that I'm going to teach you is the anointing for ownership. That is one of the anointings on the governmental church. Meaning that you ought to own your business. You should be the head and not the tail. You should be paying salaries and not receiving salaries. That job you are doing is for you to learn. Learn what to do. After you've learned it, take their wisdom. Because the Bible said that Moses was schooled in all the wisdom of Egypt. So he knew everything about Egypt. Because you see, church, you can't do this. Moses made a mistake. You see, what the church is doing now is trying to save believers one after the other, taking flyer. This thing we are doing, how many are we going to save? Moses tried it. It didn't work. Moses woke up one morning, went to check on his brothers, saw one Egyptian. What did he do? Fighting a, a Hebrew. What did he do to the Egyptian? He killed the Egyptian. That's what we are doing. We're trying to save the world one one until he ran and went to meet God in a place of encounter. As soon as he met God, he didn't save one by killing one one. He now killed the whole of army of Egypt, including the king. Because he had a rod. God is giving you a rod in this season. I said, God is giving you a rod in this season. You can't save them one-one. We need influence and authority and ownership. When I was an owner of a business, everybody in my business prayed every Monday morning. 
my staff are still here, some of them. You come into, when once we enter, first thing in the morning, 8 o'clock, 8 to 10, we are blasting. Father, we declare over this week. And we will say, I mean, I was making a million rand a week. Some weeks, two million. One week. Because I could hear God. I could hear God. God will direct my steps. And he will tell me, go buy that property. Go do this. God will direct me to things. He will lead me to places. I'm telling you, church, it's not this lazy church that is the governmental church. The real governmental church needs to arise in power and authority. Rulers rule by words. The Bible says where the word of a king is, there is what? Power. Can't rule by empty words. You shall decree a thing and it shall be established unto you. That confirmeth the words of his servant and performeth the counsel of his messengers. Death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it must eat the fruit thereof. A man is satisfied by the increase of his lips and by his words shall his belly be filled. By your words you are condemned. By your words you are justified. Say amen to that. Church, we need to rise. Look at Daniel 6 and verse 26. Daniel 6 verse 26. Then I made... Everybody read, one, two, go. I make a decree that every dominion of my kingdom, men tremble and fear before the God of who? For he is what? The living God and steadfast forever. And his kingdom, that, that which shall, be, shall not be destroyed. And his dominion shall even be unto where? Unto the end. Now, next verse. Next verse. He delivered and rescued he worked signs and wonders in heaven and in earth. Who had delivered Daniel from the power of the lions? Next verse. Everybody read one, two, go. So Daniel prospered in the reign of Darius and in the reign of who? Cyrus. Two different kings. In the midst of magicians. Now, I want to tell you why Daniel could not be eaten by lions. Because the magicians in the realm could change to lions. When Daniel went separate himself for 10 days, God gave him the ability to change from a human being to a lion. When he was thrown in the lion's den, Daniel changed to a lion because lions don't eat lions. Daniel was not a human being inside the den. Uh -uh. He changed to a lion. So when the lions looked, oh, okay, bro, welcome. Oh, they brought another one of us. <laughs> oh, boy. Church, you will wake up. Oh, wake up. Wake up. We, we, can't, we can't do this for... So I, I don't want to be a slave forever. It's not nice to be a slave. Believe me. I like to... You see, I am in... By the grace of God, I'm in control of my destiny. Nobody determines what I make a month. Believe me. Nobody. There is no one that determines what I make a month. I told you guys in this church, not that I'm despising your offering, but don't give for a year. You will watch this church proper more. 
People have tried it. Some people have come here, they were giving tight, got offended, they stopped giving. The church is moving. We are doing more things. Say amen. amen. Because it's not the work of a man, it's the work of God. Amen. And the God that called the work will finance his job. He will finance his business. Are we together? He says, if you don't praise me, what will happen? The stones will cry out. Meaning that nobody is indispensable. Not even me, your pastor. I am not indispensable. The day I mess up, God will get rid of me and raise another apostle Felix that is five times more anointed than me. And if you know that, you calm yourself down. And know that you cannot be prideful. Ah, if I live. There was a lady that said if she leaves this church, this church will go down. Oh, I thank God that there was a funeral that happened and the people hired our hall. And she's related to the person. And she came. Oh, I was so glad when I saw her. And she came very early. So we were still setting up for day. They hired the hall. We charged them 70000 Yeah. No, oh, I'm a businessman. Oh, yeah. We charged them money. So they, they came and they did what they did. So she sat there. She was sitting around there. When she, was, when she left the church, we had, we had projector. And I look at how the screens were doing. Wee, wee, wee. I say, eh are you watching? <laughs> when she was leaving, we were using plastic chairs. When she sat, her bumble made, because there was no, no hard chair. I was glad to see her. You thought when you leave, we will go down. Eh -eh. I will build my church. And the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. There is no, listen, let me talk to you, my sons and daughters. There is nobody that is indispensable. Never carry your shoulders and say, it's not for me. It's a lie. You leave, God will replace five of you. With, they will replace you with five people. Uh -uh, uh -uh. I refuse to be terrorized. No. If you think you can sing, somebody else can sing better. If you think you can preach, another preacher can preach better than you. You think you are the only one that can carry camera as you go. Ah. Mm. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Church, I want to say to you, don't run from politics. Don't run from all these places where you think that the demons are in charge or people that are demonic. You can be the Daniel of our day. Don't run from them because they are in the shrine. Daniel used to go to the shrine of Nebuchadnezzar. That is the coven where you get there, you see all faces, you see human skull. He will be sitting there. And yet, he was there to influence everything for God. And eventually, the same Nebuchadnezzar that was worshipping serpents, worshipping anacondas, the same made a decree that anybody that will not serve the God of Daniel will be cut in what? In pieces. Go in there. Go into the parliament. When they are talking about gay, be quiet. And then one day you just do a miracle. You know? You just do something there where the laws will change. But we can't have you sitting here speaking in tongues with no influence. Build something. Start a business. Go to God and get a vision. 
Start a business. Register it. And begin to practice the things I'm teaching you. Start tithing. Let the business tithe. If your business makes 3 million, pay 300,000 to House of Treasures. And watch God. I did that for Kengo. I went from selling properties in Soweto to making a million rent from one property. Abba, what are you talking about? Listen. The secret of the Lord are with them that fear him. Don't run from them. We need to enter in, we need to infiltrate in their system. Just like they send witches to church. We need to start sending you to Sangomas. Go to them. Sit down with them. Have coffee with them. Be in their board meetings. As you are there, Brekushka, Ambragaga. You won't say it out loud under your breath. When they are trying to connect to the wisdom of Satan, you disconnect them. And then as you are praying, they will ask, what's your opinion? And then you come up with a solution. And everybody will start saying, ah, the God of Sibusiso is the God of this business. Are we together, church? I used to work for a company that was owned by an Indian couple. Beloved, I'm telling you, those people used to call me all the time. We are in trouble. We are in this. There is a problem. We want you to pray. I led prayer in the office. I'm, listen, everybody, I was not a pastor. And believe me, I would come in, everybody relied on me for anything spiritual because I didn't hide it. I'm not the kind that will get there and I'm hiding my Bible. You're checking out ladies. You are not serious. Uh -uh. Everybody knew. When I came in, I made my election known. I am a born again child of God. And I proved it. My boss, beloved, I went into that business. I had a Mazda 3. No, I, I was driving a Nissan Sentra. Old Nissan Sentra. And I went into that business. My first three months, I did sales to the point where I had the highest bond from FMB. And FMB gave me an award to either go to school or an award of 25,000 rents. And that's how I went to study real estate. My sales was the highest. Beloved, you see, you don't know what you have. Everything about you should be at the top. You know, one day my boss called me. He said, listen, you are doing so well. You are bringing in so much money into this business. And this is your car. You are bigger than this car. And she bought me a brand new polo. Brand mint. She bought it for me. And man, when I entered that car, I looked at myself. I just came into the country. I was still young. I was in my 20s. Man, I was fresh, man. And for me, I mean, I haven't driven a brand new car. Boy, oh boy. You know what that meant for me? Man, from that day onwards, my life changed. Everything changed. From Polo, I went higher. From that, I started driving. Now I drive big supercars. Are we bragging about cars? No. But I'm telling you that what the world can own, you can. There is nothing that, they are not a big deal. Uh -uh. Don't see them as, oh, there is no unbeliever that you should envy. Mm -mm. No. I don't care if it's Bill Gates. There is no unbeliever that is what you envy. What you have is bigger than them. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. 
Church, were you blessed tonight? I, 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 I just want us to really, Church of God, I want us to wake up as a body. I want us to wake up. I am tired of being dominated. I'm tired of being ruled by unbelievers. I'm tired of somebody taking charge of my life. I'm tired of people controlling me. Uh -uh. I want to be in control. I will eat what I want. I will go where I want to go. My wife looked at me. She says, baby, <laughs> you know, my anniversary is 23rd and we are fasting. So we can't celebrate. My birthday is 28th September. We can't celebrate because we are in the conference. What are you going to do for me? I say, choose a location in the world. Aya. She said, baby, I, I want to go to Santorini, Greece. So I said, put in our visa. And we went to submit the visa today. And after conference, the next place you will see me is those white buildings facing the beach. I will cross my leg and I'll be saying, Jesus, I thank you. Right now, I am suffering for you. Glory to God. <laughs> and then she says to me, baby, I want to see France. I, I want to go to Paris. I said, okay, when we finish from Santorini, I will take you to Paris. That's how you should be living your life. Nobody should control your life. Can I hear an amen? Apostle, but you're bragging about mundane things. Listen, I'm telling you that I'm trying to let you know that there is nothing in this world that you cannot attain to. Just serve God. Listen, make God your priority. Make him your priority. And I'm telling you now, assuredly as I speak to you, listen, I'm not joking. I know that one day, between now and we travel, that's how things happen for me. Somebody will call me and say, Apostle, I'm giving you so-and-so amount and, and it will be the amount I need for that trip. Be believe me, that's how my life is. That's how my life is. It's not, I'm not even telling you stories. I will give you that testimony. Because I want you to know that nobody should dominate you. Look at your neighbor and say, you are in charge. Yeah, you are in charge. Be in charge. I want young people, rise up from, today we have, if you go to America, America has the highest billionaires in the world. You go to America, you see 19-year-old billionaires. I'm telling you the truth. In Africa, if you see a 19-year-old billionaire, you say he's a witch. He's a wizard. Their grandfather was a witch. Is a lie. They can't listen to me. God is the giver of riches. Just get wisdom. Get it. God can give you the wisdom that will change the world in a minute. Once you get that wisdom, everything changes for you. Everything. Me and my wife were driving the other day, and she says, we, we drove into, was it yesterday? Ekenoff and um, Walkerville, and we came back to Kibla Park and came back to Reese Park. And she says, you know, man, because she doesn't know the South. She, she used to be a North girl living in Senton before I delivered her, you know. But anyhow, she said, you know, this property is the most prime property in this area. 
everything God gives you should be the best. He's, hey, what are you going to, you know some of you, I'm just thinking what you're going to do when you get to heaven and find out that the gates are made with pearl and jasper and onyx. You'll be like, Jesus, let me pluck one. Jesus will tell you, my friend, get a grip. The, the floor you are walking on is pure gold, crystal gold. And Jesus will be telling you, you could have enjoyed this on the earth. If you served me, if you obeyed me, if you hearkened to my voice, if you sought for it, if you could pray. When he was telling the story of the, uh, in Luke chapter 18, in verse 1, he says, men ought always to pray and not to faint. After he told the parable of the unjust judge and the widow woman, he says, shall not God avenge his elect who call upon him how long? Day and what else? Night. Now, many of you don't call day and night. How do you want God to avenge you? How do you want God to take the unbelievers and shut their mouth? How do you want God to make, the Bible says when a man's way pleases the Lord, what will he do? He will make his enemies to be what? At peace with him. One version says he will find favor before his enemies. That means no enemies can shut doors against you. Please may you wake up. I pray this message will wake you up. In the name of Jesus. One more time, give Jesus praise.